0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Sports for Dummies podcast. Every single week, I am joined by sports guru, Lewis Pierce, who teaches us about all things sports. And me, myself and I... I am the sports dummy. My name's Hope Ellen, and I ask the questions that you may be too afraid to ask your friends when they're chatting about football. Let's have a little say hello <laughs> to
0: Liz. That was strong. Blimey. You were so good. You made yourself laugh. Hello, Hope. I am very well. Thanks. How are you? <laughs>
1: no, I, was, I, I was doing well. I lost it at the end. That's why I laughed. Um, yes, I'm very well. It's, good. The, it's the weird period between Christmas and New Year's, and you yes. said you were going to have a name for it. So what have you come up with?
0: I think we just need to call this period, it should just be like a long Sunday because it is it, just a continual day. Like, doesn't change. This is the thing. People keep saying to me, oh, what are you doing on Friday? And it's like, I don't know. People need to give me dates. The thing about this time of year, Hope, is I haven't got a flipping clue what day of the week it is. This is the issue. So people going, oh, you ran on a Monday. And it's like... <laughs> Is that yesterday or tomorrow? is that today? We're going to be today? This is the problem. So I'm, I'm going to refer to it, I think, as just a, a continual Sunday, because until we get to January 1st, no one knows what the other week is.
1: No, I mean, I'm a bit disappointed you haven't come up with a special word, um, but I do agree with what you're saying. I mean, I right. agreed to babysit on Wednesday, and yeah. then I made plans on Wednesday because I didn't realise that Wednesday was Wednesday. So I had the same situation. Um, but yeah, we're here now. And today is Thursday
0: it is thursday it is indeed thursday (laughs) of december way so we're in the middle we literally slap bang in the middle of new year's day and christmas day so for those listening um we hope you had a nice christmas and by the time this probably comes out have a lovely happy new year as well i know we did a little christmas um special episode make sure to listen to that if you haven't listened already um but today we're talking hope about three i would say interesting stories we've got some unique stories today we're going a bit more low key now the first we're going to start with um the first thing I'm going to say before we get actually going is what are your plans, hope, for the big N-Y-E? Because people like doing different things. Some people have traditions. Some people do absolutely nada. What are mm. you up to?
1: This is a bit depressing, but I think I'm in the nada category. Um, uh. Not my doing, I will say. Because me and my mum had an idea that I would invite my friend Jason round. Right. And she would invite her friend Richard round. Jason and Richard. that we'd all have a bit of cheese and wine with mum and dad as well. Because oh. we're all quite mature, right? Yeah. But Dad was like, mm, I don't know about that. And then we were like, all right, well, if we're not doing that, can we go to the pub? He was like, oh, I don't know about that. So we're like, well, you've ruined the plans. So thanks, Dad. Sucks. So it's probably going to end up being a, just a normal day. But that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's not. That, it's a space-time continu- continuum.
0: <laughs> a, a space-time continuum that's ongoing for the particles in the atmosphere that don't stop. me. Uh, sorry? <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, I do I mean. kind of clever yeah, then for a minute. Anyone that's new
0: to the podcast, Hope says things that are very big brain, but then sometimes don't come out as how she hopes. So the, the delivery is strong and the words are good, but it's, nice time, continue Do you know a, what? It's all
1: about confidence. That's what life's exactly. all about. You can be, yeah, you can be exactly. a fool, but mask it well with strong
0: emphasis. <laughs> and words. Um <laughs> But no, do you know what? That's all right. In some years, actually, it's nice to have a relaxed New Year's Eve. And um, the dance will be on. You can watch that if you've got nothing to do. Um, to be fair, though, I would say for me, New Year's Eve is one of the weird days where it goes one of two ways. Either it's loads of fun or, and for me anyway, this is the thing I'd say, I've never understood people that just stay up into New Year's Day. I always like going to sleep. You see the fireworks, whatever. Great, woohoo, whoop whoop-dee-doo, bedtime. You know, I've never got like, let's stay out until 5 a.m. Because it's like, then you're ruined for, the, for New Year's Day. And then the second when everything starts getting going again you're in the bin, so it's yeah. Like... No, I
1: can't do that on any occasion. Like no, <laughs> no. I mean, two a.m. Sometimes with the boxing. If I go to a show, that's about as late as you get. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Being out until the lights come on. I'm not being going home when it's the sun's coming up. I like my sleep. In fact, Lewis, I've been going to bed at nine o'clock recently.
0: Not wow. That I'm. I am I'm impressed. Nine yeah. o'clock.
1: I mean, this happened like three days on the bounce when I was working. It hasn't happened since Christmas. So oh. it's probably going to be very difficult to get back into.
0: So there's the there's the point then there you go. Well look, that sounds all right, and I hope you have a happy new year. What Eve. are you doing? So what my I'm going with some friends. Actually, this should be quite nice. Not I was rubbing it in, but actually it will be I'm not doing I'm not like oh yeah. I've just got a nice little relaxed really? social gathering with some mates I haven't seen in a while, well, which would be lovely. So there will be a couple of us at my friend's house standing in uh, sort of towards Surrey, which would be lovely, mm. and then on New Year's Day, um, me and my family are going to Rome, away for a couple of days, which is fun.
1: Oh my goodness! So this is what we talking—you were talk- talking about off recording. Uh,
0: yes. So we're going. To, we're going to. Well, well, actually, we're not. We're doing a bit of an adventure in that we're going to Pisa first to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa for a day, and then we're going to Rome. And the fun thing to uh, relate it to sports, as always, because I love traveling the world and seeing football grounds. On Wednesday, the fourth of Jan, which is the only day that I can remember in that week. Yes,
1: my birthday. Oh,
0: hey. yeah. Well, I'm going to see. I'm going to see AS Roma play, so I'm looking forward Whoa. to it. So that'll be class. So there you go. Happy birthday for them as well. I'll have to bring you back.
1: Well, don't make I'll, any promises, Lewis.
0: No, I was thinking. I'll, no, I'll have to get. I will. I'll have to get some funny souvenir in some way for Rome because because Rome is. Uh, yeah, look. Well, a bit I'll, of tat.
1: I don't think. I, I don't think I need a bit of tat. In my life.
0: Oh, so miserable, honestly. <laughs> so like you know, it, you're of a, just but, send you're... me
1: yourself if you lovely face. That'll be more than enough.
0: You you one of those people where you get a Christmas present and you're like, "There's that meme of that guy will have to insert it," and he goes, "Oh yeah, that's wicked." That he doesn't mean it at all. It's like that. It's like, "Oh, cheers for the for the new pencil and and." No, and I'm good at I receiving I gifts. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, as if it's a skill. I'm 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 great at receiving things from people that are giving you <laughs> <me> the. <this.
1: laughs> you joke. It is a skill. Some people are really bad at it. My dad is no. very bad at receiving gifts.
0: Yeah, I'm. Too, I'm. I don't know. I think it depends on the gift, like. For some, some things for me, if they're given with real love and you can tell someone's thought about it, it really means a lot to me. Whereas if people just pick any old thing, I'm like, well, obviously it's great, but I know what you mean. It's all when you give someone something, they're like, oh, cheers. Like, well,
1: the thing is, as an adult, you find that you get things that you don't really want. You wouldn't have bought yourself because if you're an adult, you've got money, you buy what you want. And then you feel bad about throwing it out.
0: Hope that's a, well. This is the thing. This year for Christmas, when, when like it was funny, we actually met up with some cousins saying that, and they and they're similar age, and they were like, "Oh, what have you asked for Christmas?" And I said, "Absolutely nothing." And do you know what I got? I got you know like the IKEA bags you get from um, like the big blue ones. You put yes, your stuff in? watching. I've ba- right, I've basically got it's called like half the size of that. Um, IKEA did a collab with Swedish House Mafia. Well, I've post a photo on it, and it's all black. And I basically got a shopping bag. That is the best flipping gift. Ever like that's what I'm talking about. I don't need any more. Oh, Gucci top or flip flop. Well, you know, I like did boring. Like you want, you want, you want practical stuff. <laughs> Gucci top and flip flops. Yeah,
1: yeah. I- I'm not being ungrateful. Obviously, with the more than more gifts in the area, no. but I don't need any more key rings. Do you know what I
0: mean?
1: a <laughs> holiday, but have a lovely yeah. time. So, who's going? You, your mum, your dad,
0: And Daisy. That's the plan. Yeah, that's uh, four. So it should be, it should be cool. To be fair, but I hope. We're going to move from Europe over to North America for story number one. And we're talking about the goat. Well, one of the goats of basketball. We're talking about Mr. LeBron James. LeBron James, of Yay! course you are. Hey! And Hope, why is that?
1: Because he's great.
0: I mean, he is great. He's tall.
1: He's in films. Space and Jam. Like Space Jam. And he plays on Christmas Day. And he's old.
0: He... Well, Hope Senna, so. this is the thing, his birthday is actually Friday, so not that far away from you. So there you go. So this is the point, Hope. LeBron. Now there's been some news come out about LeBron because obviously, as I said, at the time of recording, his birthday is tomorrow. So for when this comes out, happy belated birthday, LeBron. Um, his so, birthday yeah, is th- on
1: the 20th and 30th.
0: 30th, 30. Because 20 on day, yes, 30th. So the Los Angeles Lakers, LA Lakers, who he plays for, lost to the Miami Heat, my team last night. They lost 112.98. Now, Hope, LeBron Ooh. aged. Um, which is quite quite a beating, I will add. It's not that that's not a good like heads my face. Score. Yeah, exactly. That is that's bad. So I mean, it's by fourteen, which in in basketball can be quick to score. But this game was this game was was never going to be go. Or, sorry, this game was never going to go uh, LA's way. But anyway, LeBron, despite the team's performance, dropped twenty seven points, nine rebounds, and six assists. I hope he's thirty eight tomorrow. So it's been thirty eight two days. Get the time of playing. He is unbelievable. Anyway, the game finishes, obviously LA lose. And the media start asking him questions, as they do with most athletes that are getting to that stage in their life, that their career where people are going, right, you, you've got to start thinking about if, if you've thought about hanging the gloves, the in this case, it will be um, the shoes up in basketball. So LeBron's come out and said, I want to still be able to compete for championships because I know what I can still bring to any ball club with the right pieces. Although he then goes on to kind of contradict himself or, or sort of add and say, basically although i think about my son graduating high school soon and going off to college and i'm still playing and my youngest son will be in junior next year and and how much more sorry yeah how much more time i'll miss so the point is he's basically said that he's just he's weighing up at the moment what he's going to do because obviously he's getting to that age where his kids are now getting old his his Mm -hmm. sons are getting to an age where they're getting to that top basketball level as in they're growing and growing growing in the basketball field um And sooner than he knows it, they are likely to be playing in the NBA. So the point is more than anything to kind of come back to that. And and this is kind of a a double-edged sword, which I'll explain. The other thing to think about hope is the fact that the LA Lakers aren't doing well, which we'll get onto in a minute, but there's kind of this double-edged sword where not only LA have been awful this year, LeBron's been carrying the team. He's the glue. You know, he's always been the glue in that team, but especially this season without him, they would probably be rock bottom. I'd argue they have been so poor. So hope, what do you make of that? What do you think about, about him getting older and playing?
1: Well, he's probably not only thinking about his sons getting into basketball and getting to a level or maybe facing them. He's probably thinking about the time he's going to miss being away from his family, which he already has missed, which is a huge sacrifice because if you have children, they do, and I've I'm, I'm not got children, but based on my friends' kids or my nieces and nephew, they grow so fast and you can literally blink and they've gone from a newborn to an eight year old kid. And it's like, when did that happen? So, and you're never going to get a time back and family is the most important thing. But on the flip side of that, you would not, never want to look back and think that was not the time for me to retire because I could have done more. And then you're not able to, nor would your children want you to be giving up what you love doing because of them. And also I know in in boxing, it's a big thing. A lot of the time when athletes stop doing what they do, stop doing their sport, if they do retire, they really struggle with their mental health. They have no purpose. They really do struggle to find their, find themselves. So actually, would you be a better father if you stop doing the thing that gives you purpose? So that's my thoughts on it, Lewis. Five, no, but
0: this is this good, but that, that's, that was great. And it's great. You, you covered so many bases there, but you're right. That's the thing. It's not as simple as going yes or no. And the fact is LeBron is playing some of the best basketball of his life. Of course, he's not the player he once was, you know, as in he, he is one of the greatest players for me in my lifetime, apart from Steph Curry and Kobe Bryant, he's the greatest big man that I, I, I think I will ever watch. In the last eight games, he's only missed one due to injury, and he has been the top scorer in seven of those eight. Now, currently hoping the NBA, his stats this season, he's, bearing in mind, he's, he's about to turn 38. He's scored 27.8 points per game, which is just, to so call it, 28 points per game, and he's played 35 minutes out of 48 each match, which for a 38-year-old is ah. basically, un- like, he, he You know how people always say about, say we bring it back to football for people that might understand football more. People often talk about Ronaldo's physique and Ronaldo being this guy that's like superhuman because he's so athletic and fit despite being 36, 37. Same thing with LeBron. People cannot believe he is so able at that age. And the point is, Now, there's been some rumours about this and about the whole reason, which again, I hope we can kind of dig into and we can mull over. Because we've spoken about the family aspect, but there is also an aspect to talk about the LA Lakers playing poorly. So actually him kind of making this point of, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be playing and bloody blah. Actually, is this a way of him pushing the front office, as in the managers, to make some signings, make some trades? Because the issue at the moment is their team, to be honest, is crap. And I don't mean as in they actually have some very good players. They've got another star called Anthony Davis. He's a great player, but again, very injury prone. And currently LA at the time of recording are have played uh, 35 games and they are 14 and 21. So they are negative. They've lost five. Sorry, that's the, it's their fifth loss in six matches. So they've lost five out of six, which is terrible. And on top of that, they're 13th in the West table. So in NBA, as we've maybe discussed before for sports and I don't mean people that might not necessarily have heard that episode, an NBA split, a bit like for England, say, in North and South. In America, it's East and West. You've got the East table and the West table. Out of a possible 15 teams, LA are 13th. And normally, LA would be in, in the top four. It, to give some context, they would be pushing for being right up there. They wouldn't be in this position. Yeah, it's
1: the purple team.
0: Ex- well, purple and yellow.
1: Yeah, but purple and yellow. They are like a famous team.
0: Yeah, they, oh, they are. I mean, if you ever ask someone about basketball, the three... The three teams people will name straight away I think Bengals. It's, it's probably because they played the NFL, so probably not. Oh. <laughs> it's, the, it's the wrong ball. I mean, it's nearly <laughs> there. It's America, score. but um, oh, wrong wow. score, Kavili. Really. Um, oh, Lakers. Do you, think, do you think you can name them? Gold three. So you've got Lakers. Who are the other two?
1: Um, Miami Heat.
0: No. I think oh, Cleveland. Think, no. Michael Jordan. The Windy City. The Windy City.
1: I uh, have no idea. That's not helping.
0: Chicago Bulls. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Why is it windy? The third one. Um, what set? Oh, goodness. There's a film that's set there. Uh, people going, welcome to... I don't know. We're going, welcome to... The Windy City. No, Boston. It was going to be Boston. We're going to Boston. Boston Celtics was the, was the third, anyway. Uh, um, see, I'm
1: not great at this. Can I just ask quickly? Just yes. Rewind. Um, yeah. This Anthony guy... Why is he injury prone?
0: Because he's so tall. He's, ah. like, he's like seven foot, seven foot. I think he's, I think he's seven foot one. And he's, he's an ab, when he's fit, he's a monster. But he's one of those guys where consistently, he, every season, there's a big injury. It doesn't matter when. So he's been out for, I believe he had sure. an ankle issue. Lanky Lankerson. Lanky Lankerson. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, though, you wouldn't say that to his face because he, I mean, he could literally, he is enormous.
1: I would say it to his face. I'd say, oh, you're really cute and lanky, Lankerson.
0: Say, he'd probably like you because you're English as well. That might. Probably say. Anyway, let's stop talking about that's how
1: Davis. That's how I get them, you see. <laughs>
0: you're that's smooth. smooth. You're so beautiful and lanky. Please
1: love... <laughs> I wouldn't say please love me, not that. Only on the second day I'd say that.
0: Oh, sorry. I right, right. <laughs> get it right. Like, God. There you go. Well, I, wouldn't know, like, I want your um,
1: babies. Anyway, sorry, carry on. But yeah,
0: so the point is, LeBron Hope is a, you know, he's a winner. He's a born winner. He is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Now, on his current contract for LA, he's got two years left. $97 million deal. And he but the the, the fact is, because he is LeBron. He can basically make a trade at any time, as in if he turns around, a bit like what Ronaldo's done, right? So Ronaldo's come out and said, I'm done with Man United, I'm off. No one wants him. If LeBron turned around and said, I'm leaving LA now, pretty much every team in the NBA would snap him up, maybe barb a couple, barb three or four, say.
1: But even if he weren't doing basketball anymore, he'd still have brand deals coming out of his ears.
0: Well, this is the point you were saying about that. So when he goes on, you're right, Hope. A lot of people, when they finish sports, especially I would say that we've seen in modern day football, um, there's been a lot of cases of, of you know ex-players and, and people like that really struggling with mental health. Now, in truth, I don't know a lot about the mental health side of things from a basketball perspective, but from what I do know, pretty much all basketballers that finish playing in the NBA go on to either coaching, punditry. LeBron's the sort of guy where um, there was a lot of rumours that... The again, this might get a bit complicated, but it will make sense. LeBron it- and we're <laughs> gonna do yeah, it, it will we'll, we'll do it sports <laughs> in army terms though. So LeBron has an investment, a stake in Liverpool. He's got like it's like a it's like a one, it's a one or ten percent share. I can't remember. We'll cut it either way. Um It's a one percent share, ten percent share, Um and he is basically good friends with our owners who are called FSG, Fenway Sports Group. Now, there was a rumour that they were looking at spending $4 billion to start a basketball team in Las Vegas. So I wonder if that does actually happen, whether that will actually take shape in some capacity. But the point is, like you've said, Hope, regardless of any of those things, for me personally, I think LeBron will actually try and play until he's about 40. I mean, I, I want to say probably mid-40s because he's always spoken about playing with his son, not only on top of that, there are lots of rumours that often come out of the camps, sort of as in basketball camps, with him in, where people say that he looks at someone like Tom Brady, who's an NFL player, and he's, he's now 45, one of the greatest players of all time, still playing. There's rumours that say LeBron looks at him and goes, I want to create that legacy in basketball. Because very rarely, that, that's pretty much never happened. You've never seen a player go till they're 43, 44, 45 in the NBA. Yeah, but I
1: think even if LeBron, even if LeBron James stops now, he'd still create a legacy.
0: Of course, but I think I think he wants to. I, I think the truth of him, his is hope about him. He wants to go above and beyond that legacy. He wants to become the player that that beats because there's you know throughout his life, and there forever will be the argument of LeBron versus you know LeBron versus Michael Jordan, LeBron versus this, LeBron versus and it's like I think actually by him turning around and saying no, I'm playing till I'm forty three, call it, and he can drop twenty points when he's forty three then there's no argument. People can't say, well, well," because Michael Jordan didn't do that. Larry Bird, you know, like these legends of the game haven't done that. So we'll have to wait and see. But anyway, that's news about LeBron. So we wish them all the best for the for the season. We'll have to wait and see what happens to the Lakers because they are absolutely plummeting.
1: Right. few things here. I'm going to get my notebook in a, in a minute because I keep thinking of things and I don't want to forget them. First and foremost, uh, I don't like it when media start asking people when they're going to retire. It's not up to media to, to decide or start saying that stuff. It's up to the professional just yes. to, to declare that when they feel. So let's put a vow out as media. Let's not do that anymore. Thank you. Secondly, um, if there's a new team in Vegas, what should it be called? Because I've got a name.
0: <sighs> the Las the last Vegas Ventriloquist. I don't know. What, what would you call them?
1: Vegas Venom.
0: That's quite strong, actually. That That'd is good. Quite, I like and that.
1: And the logo can be a snake, like... <laughs> Well, let us know what you think. Sportsdummiespodcast@gmail.com, or we'll slide into our DMs. Okay, moving on to number two, Lewis.
0: Right, hope so. We're talking about two people that we speak often about. Now, this story made me laugh there because I think it is. I just don't understand, but we're gonna we're gonna go into it. We're gonna talk about it. So, oh, I've got today, a feeling
1: about who you're gonna talk about.
0: Who are we talking about? Jake Paul. Nearly not Jake oh. Paul, but nearly Jake Paul. Now, shoppers were queued outside hope of Aldi today from 6 a.m. and the queues were all the way around the block, nationwide, up and down the country, in hope to buy prime, prime energy, energy drink. drink. Now, oh, hope
1: man. I mean, we can't, we you can't floor Logan Paul and KSI's ability to market, but oh my gosh. If my kid was like, mummy, I'm going to go stand outside Aldi to get some energy drink, I'd say, no, you in.
0: Hope. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, no, ab- absolutely in. shocked. So th- of course, for those that don't know, we'll give some context. Sports and dummies, as always. Now, Prime Energy um, was made by YouTubers Logan Paul and KSI. Now they've also done boxing for those that don't necessarily know. they they've done they've done box uh, previous boxing fights. Um, KSI is also a rapper and a singer and stuff. Um Logan Paul, don't really know because I don't really care. Um they've got Prime Energy have got 1.3 million followers on Instagram and the hashtag Prime Hydration has been viewed on TikTok over 421 million times. Now, to give some context about this story for those that are going, what the flip is Prime Energy and why is this relevant What is
1: up with the young generation?
0: No, (laughs) it is ridiculous. So for those that don't know, Prime Energy was a drink that they've made and they're promoting it, which we're going to talk about in a minute because actually I've had Prime So I'm going to give you a full insight. As have I. um, by the way, uh, there you go. Right. See, so we can talk all about it. So um so the stock was limited availability. That's the whole point. So it's a bit like a a bit like um an exclusive brand. You have to buy it really quickly or it goes. Now, until now, Asda was basically one of the only major supermarkets in the UK that they were selling the drink at. But now, of course, Aldi have announced um, they're selling the drink, and in a statement, they said the viral hydration drink, created by two popular YouTubers, KSI and Logan Paul, is available to buy for £1.99 in Aldi stores nationwide on December 29th. The drink will be a special buy, and as with all special buys, once they're gone, they're, they're gone. gone. <sighs> Hope, what are your thoughts? Okay,
1: I've got a few bullet points I've written down here.
0: Go on, talk to me. One,
1: 199
0: per drink. 199. Two, was it 199p? Just drive 200p, £2. Ridiculous. Secondly,
1: it says all this stuff about it being natural yeah. and natural flavors. I don't think it is because if you've ever ever had one, it doesn't taste natural one bit. No. Second bullet point I've got here: we mentioned that we've tried it. Yes. I was at um KSI. No, it was KSI. Wasn't fighting. Deji was fighting. Oh, exactly. was that? Yeah,
0: yeah. The, 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 the Ovo, wherever it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Ovo. Hey, he's also fighting next month okay i think anyway deji not actually a nice guy i have interviewed him and he was actually really nice huh. so i shouldn't be nasty but anyway they were giving out they were giving out prime and i got got lewis because all my little gango i was with probably wouldn't have paid for one but because they were free i was like oh i want one to try it yeah so i was marketed Last bullet point, Tyson Fury's also got a drink out called Ferocity. No.
0: There are quite a few, there are quite a few that are trying to make drinks. Apparently, Paddy the Baddie's made a drink as well. They're all trying to compete with Logan Paul. Which is funny because imagine five years ago saying KSI and Logan Paul are gonna collab and make a drink that sells out like worldwide. People would have laughed in their faces. And it's amazing. Their marketing scheme has been great. Hope I'm gonna ask quickly. So for those listening to to give some more context, they're selling three flavours in the UK. Blue raspberry, lemon and lime and ice pop. Now I've had none of those flavours, but we're going to come on to that in just a sec. So the drink is made up of 10, supposedly, supposedly, 10% coconut water. It contains electrolytes and vitamins. It's got zero sugar and it's 20 calories per bottle. Now Hope, what flavour did you try?
1: Oh, I don't know. What colour was it? It might've been ice
0: one. It was it, Was it a white, was it a white bottle? Yeah, I think that's the ice. I, I think, think so. that's ice pop.
1: Didn't rate it. It didn't taste. Oh no! It, it was weird because it's it's not fizzy.
0: No, I know that's the. Th- it looks fizzy, doesn't it?
1: And it, you think it's going to be fizzy, and then it's not, and it's like, where on earth is the bubbles?
0: Hope I actually don't think that's the one you're talking. About. I I think no, the flavour. I don't know that you're what it was. Is 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 the moon? It's this one, isn't it? You that. You, I just you rem- had that I just remember.
1: Possibly. It, I, I, I to be honest, Lewis, I can't remember. All I all I know is that. I was like, well, I'm never going to have that again.
0: If it was that one, it was meta moon. I hope I had so this was actually back in New York. This is when the whole thing blew up like massively. The craze was You massive. were at
1: the center I of it. I
0: I'm not joking. We did for fun because everyone had bigged it up. In New York, we spent not not 2 hours, wasn't that Maybe an hour, 30 minutes to an hour walking no. from... No. No, from different because well, we were doing shopping anyway, but if there was a store nearby, we'd pop in anyway. In a random supermarket in the middle of nowhere, they were stocking prime they were stocking prime. So we bought the flavor. We had the orange flavor. Mm. And the thing is, I would say it's not the worst. The truth is, it's not the worst. It's not the worst energy drink I've had. Because this is the thing that I find difficult about this. They claim it's a hydration drink and it's made for boxing, which is why this is relevant to Sports and Dummies, because they claim it's a sports drink. Now, I think more than anything, at the end of the day, it's just a sweet drink. They're trying to get kids hooked on so they can make loads of money. That's the whole point of it. Having that orange drink, um, oh, this is how I'd explain it. If you imagine Lucasade, right, in the flavour of like the Lucasade, and then you know the fizzy orange one that they have in the... Top, oh, that's gross! Right, it's, it smells like pus. It, it, hope I'm not bantering. The 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 drink that we had was sweeter than that, and the bottle. The thing the weird thing is the bottles aren't that big, so. I got, I think I got about halfway down, or like halfway through it. I had to tip the rest. I, I couldn't, it's the sort of drink that I could have as a half, as like a quick shot of energy and no more. It literally tasted of pure sugar. There's no flavor to it at all. It's like, it was this horrible orange flavor. And all of us said that, none of us enjoyed it. And from what I hear from people that have had more flavors of prime, there's like, I believe that there's a grape one that's supposed to be lovely. Blue raspberry is supposed to be quite nice, but I just, I don't get it. Anyway, it grape they, that I had grape was purple oh i don't know
1: <laughs> all i know all i know is that it was not that cracky no i saw a video i can't remember if it was on Lad bible of chris eubank jr You know when they get people to eat like different snacks yes. like us versus uk snacks well he had some of the prime drink and he read he read it and was like oh this is I mean, he's so annoying chris eubank jr like I, I, after the Conor Ben fiasco, I kind of was like, oh yeah, right. I mean, he's, he's handled it well. And now I'm just like, you're really annoying. Anyway, he's my, my character, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the fact that he had some prime and he read it and it said no sugar, blah, blah, blah. He drank it and went, there is definitely sugar in that. And he was like, there's no way that, that, that is oh. that. Also I said, no, by the way, when you said about the 30 minutes, because I thought you said you were going to say you cued for 30 minutes. Oh, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. That's why no. I went no Abs- like that. Absolutely not, no. We, we, to be fair, we popped into a couple of stores and it was it was in the US, it was all sold out. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, as I said, there were hundreds of people up and down the country waiting at Aldi and I'm sure they've all sold out already. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see because... I think it's one of those things, Hope, where once they bring it out in terms of there's constant stock, it will, it will, will, the, the trend will just disappear. It will disintegrate. The reason why it's so popular is because it's so hard to get your hands on, even if it tastes horrible. Mm. That's the thing because it, it drums up interest, even if you stand for half an hour. But this is the thing. There were some things that came out on different social media pages where, you know, there was an Audi, I, I believe it was up north, I can't remember where, that people were fighting over prop, Like people actually had a physical punch up to get and it's like, you, you just couldn't make it up. You know, I get, But again, I'm not saying fighting for makes sense because well,
1: that's happened over toilet rolls in the past lewis
0: this there's is no youtube is involved in that it's very true this is the point i think people people need to just relax so the point is all i'm going to say congratulations and fair play to logan paul and ksi because not only are they, they're making stacks of money but it's also very impressive that they've managed to market this so well and um, but in in the grand scheme the drink's horrible and i wouldn't buy it
1: <laughs> i want to say big up audi Forgetting on and the trend. Audi is Aldi. where it's at, by the way. Love Audi knows. Aldi.
0: See, they know. That's why they're getting on it. Audi and Asda, the A's.
1: Fun fact about Audi. Yes. Audi and Lidl, yeah? Yeah. Are actually owned by brothers.
0: Yeah, that's what. German brothers. I'm. Uh, uh, um, Oh, I, I, I heard... Don't it. pretend you knew that. No, I did. All oh, right, you know, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to say my facts because clearly yours was better, so I won't
1: bother. Go, go, go. Tell me your facts.
0: No, I can't remember. Uh, genuinely, I, I lost my train of thought when I got... Oh, was so acting like, I, it, I act like it was my
1: fault being mean. Yeah, blah, 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 blah.
0: Sorry, SpongeBob. Right, anyway, moving on. There we go. We'll, we'll leave energy drinks there. We're we'll moving on, hope, to, I think... One of the most bizarre stories I've ever heard in the world of football. We're going on story number three. And we're talking, and I'd be surprised if you know about this, but we'll have to wait and see. We're talking about Crawley Town Football Club.
1: Mm, don't think that rings a bell.
0: Okay. Well, this was this was news that broke today, actually, on Thursday, 29th uh, of December at the time of recording. Breaking back- news. Breaking news. Their um, manager, Matthew Etherington, who is now the former manager has just been sacked by US owners after only 32 days in charge. Why did they sack him? Well, this is the point we're going to get onto. So he was oh. in charge. <laughs> Sorry. Is <laughs> like, like people like over the so, whole point of the story. <laughs> so you open a bit of Christmas cracker and you go and, and you're like, oh, here's the joke. And, oh, what's the joke? So we're like, we're getting we're getting to build it up, you know, drum up the excitement. Right, well, of the well, enough, enough of the faff. Come on. Oh, spit it so, out. All right, I'm going to spit it out. Um, so he was in charge of three games at the club. Now, the first game... Play it! No, listen. The first game, <laughs> oh, they beat Swindon 2-0. And then they lost two on the bounce. They lost 2-0 to Pool and 2-1 to Sutton. Both of those games were at home. Anyway, the owners made a comment... And basically, have said Chris uh, Chris Galley, his name is the director of football and CEO. They've said it has become clear that this partnership is not fit, uh, is not the right fit to carry this club forward and achieve our goals. And just a month before, Mr. Chris Galley said in a generic statement of hope and blah blah blah, as all they do for all the managers, mm. we're great to have the person here and we can't wait. He basically said, I'm confident that Matthew and Simon, manager and assistant manager, um are the right people to ensure that happens. And what they mean by that happens is that the club progress on forwards and into the future. Obviously, that didn't happen. Now, the owners are called, I think this is ridiculous, they're called Wagmi United, as in W-A-G-M-I capitals. And what that stands for is we all gonna make it. And it's a crypto investment group from America. Now, they took charge in April and they pledged to the fans at the time. They wanted to shake up the status quo, try out some new ideas and build a worldwide community of fans. And in the time that they've been managing the club, there have been three managers since April, which in the grand scheme is terrible. Now, I'm going to stop ranting a minute. I'm going to let you speak. But I wanted to, I'll get, I'm going to rattle through all the facts and then we can have a full on.
1: I can't go over the wag me thing.
0: Wag me. Yeah. Do you like that? Wag me. We're all
1: going to make it. We all we're gonna all going to make
0: it. Crypto. We're that all going to make horrid. it. That is horrid. I, I will let, we'll let the crypto boys We do.
1: are all going to make it.
0: But then, then we're all going to make it. We're all going to make it. Yeah, so no, to give some context, so since then they've had two managers. Um, one manager, and again, I won't give the ins and outs because this story is specifically about Etherington, the man that's just got sacked. But if you want to do more research, and um, look into it. They have had two managers in that time, one of which got um, basically, I believe he resigned or he was sacked um, after there was some racial abuse. He was involved in a, in a racist incident. I can't remember what that is, so I'm not going to comment anymore because I, I don't know the ins and outs. The As second-
1: in, he was involved in yes. the racism or someone no, was racist to him?
0: The manager was the manager was involved, as in he was part of something. Well, well good riddance. Um, the second manager came in, it didn't do well and now obviously uh, was sacked. For then, Mr Etherington to come in to take the reins and obviously hasn't worked out. So the funny thing, Hope, is that the announcement, this all happened in Crawley Town in the space of 24 hours. Crawley Town Football Club basically kind of I n I wouldn't say um I wouldn't say fell on their feet, but I'm gonna ask before we get into all that stuff hope, what are your thoughts so far? My thoughts
1: so far is I think something's happening behind the scenes. I don't think they're sacking these managers or I don't even second this manager because of the score. I think it's something behind the scenes. I think they don't get on with them. And I reckon it's Wagner's fault like me
0: well this is the interesting thing right because i said over 24 hours so on wednesday the 27th there was a massive story that came out of crawley town football club and and a a story that i wasn't expecting so crawley sold their star striker tom nichols to league two rivals gillingham so
1: can i just say yes i wrote down gillingham to bring it up in a minute Oh, oh did you how did you know about that my granddad was a big gillingham supporter and so wait, and so you know you, you... So I know that Gillingham has just been bought by US people.
0: Oh, oh there you go. Okay. Oh,
1: uh, because my uncle came round the other day and was telling my mum. Oh
0: wow! Okay, there you go. So, so there's the answer. So Tom Nichols was bought. There you go. Up the up the up the up the Jills. Up um, the Jills. Oh, hey.
1: My granddad used to have a hat saying "Jill, I am."
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's quite. Rest in peace, good. Sydney.
1: Love you. Mike, right, carry on.
0: i Yes, so Crawley Town sold their star to Tom Nichols, who's basically in the majority. He scored the majority of goals this season for them um, to Gillingham. Now, shortly afterward, there was this rumor that went round, and again, I don't know how true this was, but there was a lot of talk on social media. Apparently, the entire Crawley Town squad were listed on the transfer list, as in every single player at Crawley Town were put up on the market because there's like you know there's not necessarily an online market where players go, but it's kind of a known, not a forum. Um, but anyway, they were all kind of up for sale. That was the point. Now, this was blamed by the owners on trialing some new software surrounding transfers. Now to me that that's I can if you if you breathe it in, there's something proper fishy going on there. so the answer is I reckon they had some sort of fault to
1: clarify i'm not I'm not recording this with Lewis in
0: his room <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, sorry. Uh, it was one of those evil laughs
1: sorry carry on get back on track Woo.
0: i suspect that wag me something went wrong for them which was a bit funny now the interesting thing hope about this whole story is that i mean it's clear for etherington it's disappointing two on two losing two on the bounce is a shame but my bet is there's got to be something that happens behind the scenes here now the the point is, they're twentieth in the table. They're six points off relegation, so that they're, they're like clawing on. They're still clear though, but they're clawing on. But the reaction on social media from the fans, because often that's a telling sign. How the fa- like the close fans react and media people that work for the club says a lot. And the I have honestly, I have never seen outrage at a manager getting sacked like I have for this. The p- people were absolutely fuming. And the funniest tweet of all. Crawley striker, who is called Quessy Appiah, he's currently on loan at Colchester. He put a tweet out and responded to the tweet saying, "Wait, what? Surely been hacked? As in, surely Crawley Town have got this completely wrong and someone's hacked into the thing? Because the man was in charge for 32 days.
1: You can't make any progress in 32 days. Hope, if it was based on him not making progress, I don't think it was.
0: No, but this is the thing. Hope even in that time, yes, they may have sold. They may have sold the, the star, star striker. But from what I understand." It wasn't actually Etherington's doing. From the striker had come out and has basically said an in interview afterwards. He was told one day he was going to Gilling when that was it, and he and that was done. Like that, you know, he can't play now until he's signed for them. So it's very, it, it is the whole story is interesting. So it'll be interesting to see more than anything who they appoint next, how the person gets on, and if there's any more outrage. Because I'm sure that Etherington, in some capacity, at some point, will come out and say what actually happened. No manager like that will ever sit down, and unless it was off his back, unless it was something that he did that was wrong. As in, let's say um, there was a terrible incident with him involving um, someone else, where he verbally abused somebody or something like that. I get it. Maybe they wanted to cover that up. But apart from a very, very extreme incident, I can't see any reason other then the owner's just trying to be a bit edgy as to why they would sack him.
1: So to be clear, have they sacked him on the grounds of he got rid of their striker?
0: No, the, 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 the point is... That's just a, that's just a separate part a whole, of the puzzle. That's a whole separate thing. Right, I thought part, that,
1: yeah. I thought that was a separate part of the puzzle, but yeah. I just wanted to clarify. This all sounds like an episode of your favourite show, Ted Lasso. Oh,
0: yeah. I it mean, does. It, no. It probably would fit... The, actually, that would fit the narrative quite well. It actually worked it really would be right.
1: I have a sneaky little suspicion here that Wagma Wagme is Wagme sorry let me write that down Wagme Wagma (laughs) Wagma sounds a little bit better
0: it does Um, Wagme's weird
1: I feel like Wagme somewhere along the line is connected to the new owners of Gillingham
0: hope you might be right again truthfully I don't know who the only uh, Gillingham owners are but you don't exactly you don't know now it's funny. Because- all I know is
1: that they've done a video and they said, we're so excited to go to Gillingham.
0: <laughs> Gillingham. Yeah. It would have been that, of course. And yeah. I don't know. I-, I think the whole thing's very strange. All I know about Crawley, uh, really all I know about Crawley Town is mm-hmm. it's not that far from Gatwick Airport. Before that... Now we've learned that they've sacked. They've had three managers since April. One of which has only lasted 32 days. The star striker has been sold. And interestingly, as well, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we can insert a photo on the front of their shirt. They have a crypto logo. So if you, if you, I believe, if you hold, not if you, it's something like if you hold your phone up close to it or one of the badges, you get a QR that then leads you onto to a website for for um for crypto. I have to look into that if that's true. And we can. Who's
1: gonna get close enough to a player to scan the bleeding thing. You can avoid a shirt yourself, can't you? Oh yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Who did laughs> oh, the, yeah. the and
0: ruin it? <laughs> <laughs> go, to, go to JD. <laughs> but, exactly. Well
1: Unless they'll be in JD. Anyway, um what do you think about people in crypto getting involved in this space? Hmm. Cause I kind of feel like get out. You don't know a lot about football clearly.
0: I hope it's a difficult one because the truth is, right, and this is the honest fact a lot of businessmen that enter the world of football aren't of a footballing background. Lots of people that you see that invest in football come, let's, okay, as an example, American owners, right? Let's take the American sporting world. Now, chances are, if they're if they're um, sport fans, they probably grew up playing baseball, NFL, basketball, maybe ice hockey at a push. Soccer, football would not have been probably high up on that list. There's the odd person, obviously, but say back in the 90s, 2000s, football was nowhere near as big as in the US it is, it is, it, as it is now. So, I, in my opinion, I think I, I think anyone can get involved in football. I think anyone should be allowed to, whatever business you come from, however you've made your money. But I think the truth is, I think your intentions have to be right. And I think you're, as an owner, you are liable. And this is where, this is the point I'm going to make. You are liable... Um, that you your your decisions you make impact the fans. You impact people that go to the games week in week out. That spend their hard earned money every single week on the football, either travelling at home or, or go, sorry going at home or travelling away. And my difficulty is, as an example, these owners have come in and they've said, "No, we're for the fans." And something they've said actually is that the second year in charge, the fans are allowed, as in like they're on like a, a board, say the the fan board people that they got, like their the little association where the fans can make comments and suggestions to the owners and and that sort of thing. They have basically come out and said a bit like what Elon Musk is doing on Twitter, for those that may not know. Elon's put out Twitter polls saying, do you want me in charge of Twitter? Yes or no? Same thing. So these owners have said, at the end of year What is that
1: poll looking like, by the way, at the moment?
0: He lost. I believe he. It was he. He lost. So he. When it said Did. should would be in charge, yeah. So no. So there's one as an example. Get
1: in the bin. Me,
0: <laughs> get in the bin. These these owners have said this ending in year two. So that'll be April 2024. Call it or May 2024. At that point, the fans will then have their say on who what they like of the CEO, what they think of the owners, as in the directors, all those sort of people. So my thought is. In my opinion, I think you need to have the right heart. And I, I believe there should be a, 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 a governing body doesn't work and a space doesn't work. But I think you should be able to prove you are actually invested and interested in football. Like You look at so many owners that come in and ruin football clubs because they just don't care. They buy a football club, they take it on, they spend no money, the club goes in, it blows into smithereens. In this case, Crawley Town won't. They spent money. But as an example... How is it that a manager lasts 32 days, you sell your star striker and your entire team are listed on the transfer list within 24 hours? That, to me, there's something in there that doesn't feel right. And so, overall, I would say anyone can be involved in football at all, but you need to be invested. You can't just pitch up and think it's easy because it isn't, you know, and that goes to show.
1: You've mentioned the fans, which is extremely valid, but also I feel for the players.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Because you're going to feel, if if you don't feel secure... I mean, being on the transfer list is a very big insecurity, <laughs> whether there, whether it was a glitch in the matrix or what. But just in in terms of there not being stability or things are constantly changing and evolving, you could be the most, what's the word? You could be the most flexible and adaptable person that there is, but that's still going to affect your your game. That's still going to have an impact. Also, I just want to rewind again. This is why it's good that I've got a notepad. Uh, just on something that you said, Lewis, because I think you didn't mean it how you said it. And I just want to clarify for listeners. You said however people have made their money. Obviously, Lewis doesn't mean anything bad.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, sorry. I mean... Just, like, no gangsters. No, right? I, I mean legal, no, legal people that are all involved yeah. in good works. Now, I, I'm going to quote here because Tom Nichols, the League 2 striker and playing for Gillingham, came out and said this. So I've got the quote. So that apparently the club received an offer for him on December 2nd. That was when the offer came in for Tom and he hasn't played since then. So there was a lot of speculation supposedly about when he was going to be going and what was going on with him and stuff. No one was really sure what was happening. Now, he actually came out and said, today that's been coming for a little while, as everyone knows. It's a strange one, but it's exciting to get over the line in the end. I knew I wasn't allowed to play from the Swindon game. I was training as normal that week and I was in the team. Oh, there's an ad that's popped up. That's really unhelpful. Um, (laughs) Stop, go away. Um, Right, I'm back. Sorry. I was training as normal that week and I was in the team to play. And then I got told after training that day, they had accepted an offer for me from another club and I couldn't play anymore. They didn't want to risk injury and stuff like that. It was a strange one because I still wanted to keep fit and train. So the point is, he didn't know he was going to leave. So that to me is very, very strange. Um, Do you even ask? Does a player even get a say? Well, this is the weirder thing. Wait for this. The club they agreed with, it, with the club they agreed with initially to be sold to wasn't Gillingham. But then later it went on as they got in contact with us. I met the manager and we went from there. So supposedly he was really looking for... Yeah, this is what this is to sum it that up. That just
1: sounds as though these crypto guys have had an offer of money and they thought, bingo, yeah, we'll take it, without even actually looking at where the guy was going, if the guy would want to go, what it would mean for the club yeah. and the play. They just thought money.
0: Hope, this, and this is what he said. At the time, I was not asking to leave at all. I was just playing as normal. We had a new manager in charge, Matthew Etherington, who had just come in and was looking forward to that. I never asked to leave. When the club tells you you're not going to play anymore and they had accepted an offer for you, I thought I had no other choice. My decision was made for me. That says it all. That to me is weird. To come out and just boot out your star striker. But this is the point I'm coming back to. So to kind of wrap it all up, we'll have to wait and see because the, I, I am sure that actually this will cause some sort of sparks in League Two. Because if. I hope yeah. it's
1: investigated.
0: It might, well, we'll have to wait. I mean, I don't think it will because the transfer was legal and and, and there wasn't anything dodgy with it because they they went through. The point is, again, it's just toxic ownership. And like so many other clubs, there are owners that come in that just think they can boss people about and do stuff like they're saying they're going to be different and edgy and whatever. But actually, it's like what you're really doing is just turning a club on its head and you're causing fans to get upset. Imagine right now, okay, imagine if all of a sudden Mo Salah stopped playing for Liverpool, I mean, take it as an example. Oh, Mo stopped playing... Don't even of, say it. Out of nowhere. And then our owners come out and say, oh, we're, we're really sorry he's being sold to whoever. Like, to our rivals. I mean, the the,
1: the thing is... I'm aware that there's a few people who used to love boxing but have stopped watching it. I was having this conversation with someone the other day, have stopped watching the sport and following the sport because of all the politics yeah. and all of the stuff that goes with it. Football could become like that and that could deter people from being fans. Yeah. Um, also, on the note of Liverpool, sad news, we didn't get Jude Bellingham.
0: Oh, there's still time. I don't think we're going to anyway. But, but we no, apparently co- we didn't. No, but apparently it was confirmed last night. No, no, let's go from goal. That wasn't true. We did sign Cody Gakpo though, absolute legend, a winger from the Netherlands, big signing. Very, very excited for that. And we got him off Man United, so it should be, should be, yeah, he's a, he's a good, he is a good player. I'm excited to see Cody Gakpo play for us. But everyone, that wraps up episode five of the Sports Dummies podcast. If you have enjoyed, please do drop us a message on our email, as we've said earlier. Or if not, leave us a comment on YouTube if you're there. Um, Any sports you'd like us to cover over the next couple of weeks, please do let us know. Any bits that we're going to miss, I'll make sure to get some content from AS Roma as well. Um, And for all of those, have a lovely new year. Thank you so much for listening to us over the past year. It's been an absolute blast. We've been all over. We've covered all sports from big niche stories all the way up to international things. And we've spoken to all sorts of legends throughout the world of sports. So thank you so much throughout 2022 for your continued support. um, and bring on 20. Twenty three.
1: I also just want to add thank you so much to all of our guests who have come on. We love hearing your stories and we would love to have more guests on. So if you're up for it, give us a little message. And also at the end of the year, it's nice to have feedback. So if you are listening to this or watching it and you've got a suggestion for us, we won't bite your head off. We're happy to hear it. So please drop us an email, sportsdummiespodcast at gmail.com. But be constructive, don't just say it's rubbish.
0: (laughs) All the love, people. Hope, as always, you're a legend. And I'm so glad we keep doing this. Let's keep smashing it.
1: Happy New Year, everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why we do broadcasting, because we can't sing. Bye, everybody.
1: Speak to yourself. Sports Social Podcast Network.